Hello and welcome back to our monthly advice episode. I'm Caroline. I'm Joe. We haven't had an advice episode together. Oh yeah, that in a is couple true. months. It's been well, I've been traveling, you'd been traveling. I recorded it last time by myself in uh Minnesota Arizona. in our Minnesota. Oh yeah, Minnesota. In our hotel room, Gardner was sleeping and Matt had to be just quiet. <laughs> well we're back baby better we're than ever back and better than ever and you did the one before that i think mm. i'm almost positive maybe with chris but yeah i think i did i think it. you did it and so this is it's been three months wow this episode's gonna be so much better so much better our advice is way better when we're together. it's hard to talk by yourself like it's not so hard but like it's hard not bouncing off another human well i think I can do it, no problem, but I don't know if it's interesting to listen no, to. No, yeah, that's how I, I feel. I wonder that the whole time. I'm like, I can sit and talk, and then at the end, I'm like, that wasn't that bad in terms of how difficult it was for me to talk, Yes, but it does make me very curious how it is for people taking it in. I know, yeah, I, I totally agree, because I'm like, I sound boring, because it's just me, because mm-hmm. it's like, it is boring just talking to yourself, right? but it's like, no, I'm talking, I'm actually talking to a lot of people. Right. But just not you guys are are a lot of people. Yeah, you guys. Have you sent this to twenty five friends? You better. (laughs) Matt and I have started doing that. (laughs) Where we're like, if you send this to twenty five friends, and those twenty five friends send it to twenty five friends, we have the perfect MLM of yes podcasting, and we'll have all the listeners in the entire world. So all you have to do is convince twenty five of your closest. Yes. Honestly, if you convince one friend to listen every week, that's a lot. No, but we should do, like, the thing where it's, like, if you don't send this to 25 friends, you're going to have bad luck for the rest of your life. Yeah. I think that everyone listening right now should start taking their friends' phones. And, like, when you're using it for navigation or Venmoing, just hop over to Apple Podcasts and start downloading. Like, click Mm -hmm. yes. Follow, download on Spotify. Five stars. (laughs) So even if they're not listening, it's downloading every week. Strategy strategy baby strategy (laughs) although i want to take a moment and commend all of you that listen we are so reviewed we have so many reviews for what a little baby podcast this is so many so thank you that is all the hard work of you all Mm -hmm. so if you're one of the people who has left us a review a rating shared the podcast on your stories whatever it may be Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, big smooches to you all. Yeah. Do you want to read first? What, do we do granny moments? Oh, do we usually? I don't think so. We can. Okay. Yes or no? Yeah, okay. sure. My grounding moment is I had a really busy weekend, but I went to Format, which is a music festival that's brand new to Northwest Arkansas. And I was telling Joe I didn't go in with any expectations because it's the first year. Like, there's a lot of kinks, you know. Music festival was, like, a big deal to, like, put on. But it was great. It, like, totally exceeded my expectations even though I had zero. And it was so fun. And I was telling Joe, too, like, it was the first big thing I've been to since COVID. That was, like, I wasn't worried about COVID. Mm -hmm. So, highly recommend. Hopefully they do it next year. If they do, you all should come. I feel like they will. Yeah. I feel like if it went really well, they're going to make it a regular thing. Yeah. I think it did go really well. There was a ton of people there. Yeah. 
I, I definitely want to go. I wanted to go this year. I had intention of going this year, but then Matt's grandfather's birthday just landed at yeah. the same time. Uh, my grounding moment is getting to hang out with Caroline this morning. Oh, like actually not, not yeah, sarcastically. Yeah. We, uh, it, it's finally a little bit, co- it's not like cold weather by any means. It's not fall weather, but it feels crisp in the mornings. And we sat outside and we ate our breakfast and we planned an upcoming event it is next week, a week from the day this comes out. Yeah. Uh, Thursday, October 6th from 3 to 6 p.m. We're not positive on the location as we're recording this. We think we are, but I want to wait and get confirmation. But uh, it's the voting registration event that we told you guys that we were going to put on. That is the last week to register to vote in Arkansas. And so uh, it will be in Fayetteville, Arkansas, downtown. Uh, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. You don't have to register to vote if you come. Like, you can just come and meet us and hang out with us and say hi. But if you are not registered to vote and want help doing that, and I believe our friend Kelly Kraut's going to come. Yeah. So you can meet and talk to Kelly, too. Uh, and it should be fun. Just an opportunity to meet everybody and talk and hang out. Yeah. So mark that on your calendar. But we planned all of that today. That's my grounding moment. It yeah. was just so nice. Sitting outside and not being too hot. It's a 45 out of 10 for me. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. I could hardly focus. I was so blissful. <laughs> she was. I'm like, Joseph, let's come in. She was like, I'm sorry. I'm like really enjoying myself. I'm like, good. <laughs> you should. But yeah, we were like in hoodies basically and shorts. You're not though. Yeah. I'm in a turtleneck and jeans. Yeah. But it's a really light Thin. turtle. It's like a, I don't know what you would call this. It's a shirt, not a sweater. Right? Shirt, turtleneck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. Anywho, shall we dive in? Yeah. You, okay. you go first. Okay. I want to leave my current job and find my passion, but I'm lost. Help. I think quitting your job in order to find your passion is a lot of pressure. I think keep your job. Well, I don't know that for sure. There's a lot of nuance to this, but... I think what I vote is keep your job and outside of work, start exploring a bunch of different things and find what sticks. Yeah. Unless you already have a direction that you want to go. But I feel like when people quit in order to pursue finding their passion, that puts a lot of pressure. It's kind of like when you're trying to find the right boyfriend or Mm. like significant other. Yeah. Very true. Girlfriend, boyfriend, forever person. Like, where you're like, I just want to meet the one. But then you're definitely not going to meet them right then because that's all you're thinking about. Yeah. I feel like that is quitting your job in order to find your passion. Right. And back to dating analogy, like you have to kind of date a lot of people, like not a ton, but like my seventh grade teacher, and I think I've said this on the podcast, said to us in seventh grade, and she said, you guys need to date 50 before you find the one. I'm like, why is she telling seventh graders that like, that's such a weird advice. But now that I'm older and I like moved to Italy and I dated around, like quote unquote dated, like went on dates. Um, it's so true because you don't know what you like until you like meet a lot of people or same with passions, like do a lot of things, like, you know, do some hobbies, see what you like actually like doing. And you might surprise yourself because um, it is a lot of pressure to be like, okay, I'm going to quit and then just like on a random Wednesday, find out my passion and run with it. 
again, unless you like know that deep down in your heart, it's like hard to just like pull that out of a hat and just run with it. Well, and I think it's really hard. I'm going to keep comparing it to the boy conversation because I feel like when you see other people in love. Yeah, that's true. You know, you're like, well, you have it. It's easy to say that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think it's that same thing. We look at passionate people who have found what really fulfills them. And we immediately are like, well, it was easy for them. And we don't know that. Yeah. And I do think there are some people out there who just are born knowing what they want to do and find it and know what makes them happy. And in the same way that there are people who meet their forever person when they're 10. Yeah. (laughs) It happens, but it, it isn't something you need to be envious of. Because sometimes the process of finding what you're passionate about is just as enjoyable as knowing what it is. Yeah, very true. But it's hard to know that until you're looking back, you know, mm-hmm. hindsight 2020. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, depending on the job, like unless you absolutely hate it and you're like really yeah. struggling. Don't keep doing something you hate. Yeah, let's pivot, find a new job. Just don't put pressure on your passions. Yeah, exactly. Because then they, they aren't fun anymore. Yeah. Okay, I'm holding down the emails, right? Yeah, you are. Okay. Would you hold me down even if the cops arrest me? Girl, you got to know you're coming to get me. <laughs> Do you know that song? No. It's by uh, Jennifer Lopez, I think. And shoot, Fat Joe. Uh-uh. We'll listen to it later. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait. I need some advice input. I'm a burnt-out social worker. I've been in the field for a year. I'm going to be putting in my notice. I've had 70-hour work weeks, 30 of them not getting paid for, many long nights then end in anxious thoughts or tears and being abused by clients. I've been doing some soul searching and think it is maybe time for a new path. I really want to try nannying for a while and take a break and do some soul searching. I feel the pressures of having to do social work because that is my degree and expectation. I feel also guilty for giving up and doing a job that would make more money, but not having benefits, which I do not need right now. There's such an expectation to do what you do in school um, and in order for school not to be a waste. How would you girls handle this and what mindset shift would you be in? Any advice or input would be greatly appreciated. Who cares if you don't do what you went to school for? Yeah. Screw that. No one cares. Like, I don't even know what Joe did in school, to be honest. I think it was not? business. Well, and I'm really offended. Business and no, something. I'm just uh, I feel like I know a loads of nurses right now. Yeah. And teachers who are like th- three or four years in and they're like, yeah, screw that. Right. And are getting out. It's fine. You don't know what you know till you know it. And uh, here's the deal with social work and so many of these jobs. I think they're so crucial and so important. But I, th- and same with teaching, nursing, I think there's going to have to be a huge exodus of those jobs in order for people to start valuing them yeah. and us as a culture to shift things and get them paid what they deserve and the respect that they deserve and the hours that they deserve. Because obviously social work's so important, but it's so underappreciated. It is almost impossible to do that job well and live. Yeah. I feel like. Very true. Seriously true. And I uh, second or so I shot a wedding recently. My second shooter was a girl I had never met before when she came and I was like, tell me your story. Tell me about you. And she was amazing. Like she was awesome. But she said she just graduated college and she's going to be a mental health therapist. And I was like, wow, that's so needed. Like good for you. And she seemed very passionate about it. 
And long story short, I was like, oh, so do you not want to do photography full time? She's like, no, actually, I only want to do it part time because like mental health therapy is my passion. I'm like, oh, my gosh, so good. But not to put words in her mouth, but I think that she likes doing it because it's such a change and it's happy and it's so different from what she does day to day of dealing with all the things she does. And yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but I think it's important to, if you are in a career like that, to find things that like get you out of that heaviness. The other thing I was going to say is I feel like when you're just out of school, like if you graduated in the last couple years, people are like, oh, where are you from? And you're still in that season of life where like for me, I'd be like, oh, well, I'm from Missouri. I went to school in Arkansas. And then people are like, oh, well, what'd you go to school for? Because I'm still so close to school, I would say things like that. And then people are like, what's your degree? And oh, do you work in that? Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel like people care. But you're going to get a few more years out and people are going to say, where are you from? And you're going to say, oh, we live in Arkansas. And they're be like, what do you do? Right. And X, Y, Z here. Nobody's going to ask where you went to school, what your degree's in. Like the relevance of that drops off the moment you stop bringing it up. Exactly. You and know? like from someone that didn't go to college, like my perspective, I'm still young enough, quote unquote, that people ask me. They're like, like, for instance, whenever I see like a Razorback somewhere, I'm like, oh, you did you go to Arkansas? Even though I didn't because that's just conversation. And they're like, yeah, did you? And then I just say, no, I grew up in Fayetteville where Arkansas is. And um, they asked me where I went to school. And I'm like, oh, I actually didn't end up going. And, you know, I explained my deal. And they're like, oh, awesome. Like, no one cares. No. I've never had a negative experience. Um. And if other people care, that's their problem. And if you care, that's something that you need to evaluate and work through. Yeah. Would be my input. For sure. But that is hard. And social work's hard. It just is. Like, I I don't think... I don't think you're being dramatic. No. (laughs) Not that you said that, but I... I, I, Yeah, and you don't need to feel, like, tied to it. Because I think there is guilt and, like oh my gosh, I paid all this money to go to the school to do get this degree and I'm not even going to do it. It's like, that's just kind of how life is. Like, again, back to like bringing a relationship up in this as an analogy, like people break up, like it's okay. Like things. I listen to a lot of friends do that where they're like, I've been, sorry, I cut you off, no, you're but fine. <laughs> I, I've been with somebody for seven years. And so that's seven years down the drain. I'm like, well, if you keep dating them until something goes so catastrophically wrong that you have to break up, then it's how, seven plus however many more years that takes. Right. And I, you learned all about yourself, hopefully, and all about another person. And you learned and grew or not in seven years, you know? Your value exceeds be, like well beyond time and money. Yeah. The only value is not time and money. So yeah. go for it. All right. Okay. Um, advice on balancing three part-time jobs and staying sane. Never had to do that. I know. I was just going to say that. Uh, I've never had to do that. And it depends on how part-time are they and what's the rest of your life look like and why are you working three part-time jobs? Because mm-hmm. my guess is if you are in a situation where you're needing to work three part-time jobs you're probably in a season that is just 
stressful in and of itself, regardless of what actions and routines you're establishing. Right. And like, again, I've never done this, so I don't have a lot of advice to give, but Chris works one full-time job and then one part-time job. And that's a lot. And I wouldn't say he does it well. Like he doesn't, he's not like amazing at balancing it all. But just this season of our life, like he's kind of has the mindset of like, this is what I have to do right now. Right. And that's just how my life is right now. And that's all I can control. I think that's a good tool in staying in the mindset of it's temporary. Yeah. But I again, we don't have um, details of your specific situation in order to know the nuances. But yeah. Yeah, but I would just evaluate like, because three part-times a lot, like could you try to do one full-time, one part-time or like two part-time that are better, maybe better pay? I do think a lot of people are having a hard time finding full-time employment right now though. Yeah. Depending on who, what, where, when. Yeah. I think I need more information to give a further answer than right. that. Right. Do you want? Yeah. Okay. Go for it. Do, 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 do. Hi, ladies. I'd love your take on how to balance spending time with the people you love, friends and family, with taking time to do the things you want. I'm recently married, and my husband and I both work full-time jobs. We have amazing people around us and absolutely love spending time with them. But sometimes it feels like every weekend is filled, and it makes it hard to do other things. For example, working on fixing up our house together, taking day trips on the weekends. With full-time jobs and frequent plans, it can be easy to let another season come and go and say, well, I guess we will try to apple pick next year. We're both people pleasers, so that's where the struggle comes in. We want to be intentional with those in our lives while also living our lives. Love to hear your take on this. I feel like this isn't talked about enough, like as an adult, like, because I feel like everyone, especially like when you just graduate college, is like, oh, good luck out there, like adulting so hard but like there are such good things that come with growing up as well and one of them is that like hanging out with people and doing all that but um I feel like balancing all of it like that's not talked about but I feel like it comes down to boundaries I think balance is a myth yeah and I also think I am a walking billboard for this problem (laughs) literally (laughs) yeah I uh I think I am – I say things like this a lot and then it's not true. Or, like, I think that I'm doing better and I'm not. Do you Mm, know what I mean? Caroline's like, yes, you do that very regularly. (laughs) I I think the key is what I have found. Like, if there are things you really want to do this fall, for instance, you want to go apple picking, you want to do this project at the house – Stop leaving your calendar empty and like being like, oh, well, if I have a free weekend, we will do that and start scheduling it. So Saturday, October 17th, we are, that's not actually a Saturday. I'm just saying things, but yeah, um, I think it's Monday actually. Yeah. We're going to do apple picking. And then if a friend reaches out and says, hey, we're going to watch the game and do this on the 17th, respond with great. We have scheduled plans to go apple picking. You guys are welcome to join us for that. And if we have time, we'll catch up with you later. Yeah. Nobody's going to be upset by that. Like, I I think there is this mindset with the people pleasing 
that the only way other people are happy is if you fulfill every single thing that you perceive they want and need. Yeah. But like, I I don't think anybody has that expectation. And again, it goes back to if they do, that is a them issue. Yeah, get better friends. Yeah. You can't get better family. I get that. But, (laughs) you know. Yeah. it is but yeah, what that it is, is true. Like, put it on the calendar so that you have something to say, not just like, no, I can't come. Right. Like, I feel like that's hard for people people pleasers and a lot of people in general to say, like, no, sorry, I can't make it. Right. Just be like, no, I'm apple picking today or no, I'm carving pumpkin, whatever. And that's like an ex- quote unquote excuse, but it's like a good one. Yeah. Because you're actually doing it. So. Right. So all the things that you want to do, like, it is completely valid to say, man, I wish we could. We have to catch up on laundry and projects around the house today, though. So I blocked off the time for that. Yeah. That's totally valid. Right. Taking care of yourself is real. And it requires time. And other people are taking the time to do it. So so should you. Yeah. So I think that's my my best take is put it on the calendar. Yeah. Write down all the things you want to do this fall and write it on the calendar. Yeah. And then I would just go through, like, priorities, too. Like, do you really want to go to the football game or are you just going because everyone's going, you know? Right. Because, like, I, I think I'm good at that. Like, I don't enjoy – it's not like I hate going to the football game. But you like to be with the peop- – the people's yes. the part you like. Yes. I don't – I'm not like a woo pig, woohoo, yeah. Like, but if I'm invited, I always am like, do I really want to do that? And if the answer is no, the answer is no. Like, and that's easier said than done, I think, but – it's all about like priorities, what you want to do, what's really important to you. Is apple picking really strong on your list? Then do that over the football game. That's all I can think about. Yeah. And I, I really do get this because I'll have weekends where I go from thing to thing to thing because I want to fit it all in. And then I am two Drained. weeks behind on laundry. Yeah. I, it doesn't, I don't know that for me personally, it's draining because I, like, yeah, that's, that's why I picked to be with all me. those people is I'm like, yes, I love it. I love it. I love it. But then I get home and I have all that laundry to do and my to-do list. And I'm like, mm. yeah, <laughs> or whatever it is. Right. And so I've had to start scheduling. It's not that I need it in order to do time management as much. Like, I'm not like, oh, I blocked off 10 to noon to do laundry. I'm probably not going to do that. Yeah. Like in that scope. But I do know that I can't plan an activity. Like, okay, here's a really good example. Caroline and I record the podcast on Mondays. So I know that I don't put anything else on Monday mornings or Monday afternoons or whatever it is. So if somebody contacts me and needs time of mine on Monday, I know I can't offer more than a two-hour block. Yeah. You know? Yes. Like it's – you have to start blocking time that way. Yeah. Very true. I don't know. Very true. It also gets easier – Mm, does it? I mean, you're yeah. older than me. <laughs> it, it does because if if they just, she said they were recently married. Often, when you're recently married, that means all your friends are in the season where they're getting married. Yeah. So you're juggling bachelors and bachelorette trips and, and weddings. weddings, and pretty soon it'll be baby showers and all that. But that starts to slow down eventually. Like it is a, this is gonna sound like forever, but it's like a four to five year period. Mm-hmm. And I know that seems like forever, but I'm now at the time in my life where that's starting to slow down. Right. It's not as many baby showers. It's not because most of my friends have had their first babies. So 
we're having a few here and there. There's still a couple weddings here and there. Maybe a sprinkle for friends that are having their second baby mm-hmm. or whatever. But it is not... Go, 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 go. Yeah. yeah. There, there is just... And I think that's really common in anybody that's really social and has a large family or a large group of friends is it comes in waves and those waves can be a year or two. Yeah. And like tidal waves. <laughs> yeah. And it's very, very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. But it, it will slow down yeah and like it is fun like because like if you think about yourself like way in the future you're gonna look back at this time like very happy Mm -hmm. time period i think about that a lot as i'm trying to go to all the baby showers and the weddings and the you know i won't get to do all of this again yeah like it's a short time period Mm -hmm. it really is like compared to your whole life hopefully you live till like 100 but it's like, that's not a lot. And like in the moment, yeah, it's like I'm drowning. I have no free time. I have nothing, you know. But I think something that really put this into perspective for me was when we moved into our house, we have neighbors on either side of us that are retired and older. They're not that old. They're like our parents. Yeah. On one side, they're our parents' age. On the other side, I think they're maybe a little older than our parents. Not much. Yeah. Both retired. Both have kids just a little bit older than Matt and me. And I remember really panicking because our yard and everything in our landscaping looks horrendous. I have not done a great job taking care of the flower beds. I'm learning. Like part of, it's it's more me not making mistakes than it is me not putting in effort. Yeah. Um, but I remember feeling so stressed because my dad is the kind of guy who love him to death. He wouldn't probably see it this way, but the way I've perceived it my whole life is when a neighbor moves in and they're not like doing things exactly how he'd be like, I don't understand why people can't take care of their yards anymore. Yeah. You know, that kind of, and he would never say anything to them because he wouldn't, I don't think maybe what if it was really extreme, but I had that voice in the back of my head of like, our neighbors probably hate us. Mm -hmm. I promise I'm getting somewhere. Our neighbors probably hate us. They hate having a young couple that doesn't know what they're doing next door, all this stuff. And so when I would interact with them, I would say, I'm so sorry about the yard. And our one neighbor, they've both said similar things to us now. But the one neighbor across the street said to us, we're retired. Like we raised our family in this home. We've been at the season where we have a young kid. They're like, you don't get to do that again. Enjoy the time with her while she's little. Yeah. And in 10 years, you can worry about your yard. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, of course ours looks like this. We're retired and... Have the time. Have the time. And this is what we're really enjoying pouring our efforts into right now. You can't keep up with that. And we don't want you to. Yeah. We want you to be inside playing with puzzles. Memories, or, yeah. you know, playing in the backyard, even if the grass is too long. Like... They were like, that season is so short and so undervalued. And they really expressed that to us. And I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. And it made me look at everything differently because we're constantly trying to compare and keep up with everybody in all kinds of different circumstances. And you just, you can't do everything and be everything for everyone. No, it's literally impossible. And so all of that to say, I know that that's a lot. But 
enjoy the baby showers, enjoy the weddings. Things might be kind of crazy. They will slow down. Put things in your calendar that are really important and valuable to you. Yeah. You don't have to have it all. Yeah, for Right sure. now. Yeah. You can have it all, but not all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I know things we're struggling with right now, Chris and I, is like, again, he works one part-time job, one full-time. And uh, long story short, he's like always gone and I work from home. And I work from home, so I can't, like, I see all the things I need to get done because I work from home, so the laundry and all this stuff. And I was telling Chris, I'm like, I get that you're tired and, like, all you want to do is, like, just go to bed when you come home. But, like, I need help because, like, we're behind on laundry. We're behind on all this stuff. And so we're trying to make, like, a different schedule or, like, okay, we need to do this or when we – right when we wake up just put a load of laundry in and I can like do the back end like so we're trying to make a better system going on but well I think we all kind of forgot how to function during quarantine because we had so much time at home that we got real real or at least I'm experiencing that you know yeah very true I kind of let those systems go and I'm like wait how, how did we do this again I know I know and it's just part of life like just getting a routine like and it's it doesn't always look perfect. Like, it's not like we always do laundry on Mondays and Saturdays. But it's I like, wash my sheets on Sundays. So do I. I always wash my sheets on Sundays. But that's, like, <laughs> the only consistent thing I do. I vacuum every day now that I have a Dyson because I love it. Um, but other than that, like, I don't know. It's just part of life. And then you have kids and the kids can do the dishes. Like, you know, it will get better. I, I don't think you should be hard on yourself, though, about not having those systems and things. Like, give yourself time to build them. Yeah. It's okay if somebody else has them and you don't. Right. And just get less stuff. This has gone, like, a different way. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, buy less things. Seriously. What? What does that have to do with people pleasing? I know. Anyway. Okay. Do you want to go or I have one more email? I'll go. I have one more um i just broke up with my fiance we still love each other but it's the right thing to do help heck yeah i every time not that i want people to break it off with their fiancés like if you're happy that's not what i'm saying i love that you made that decision for yourself and way to do it before you Making go through with the wedding like yeah. that's such a hard decision i don't have a lot of ways to help because i think the only thing that really mends a broken heart and having things shift in that way is time. Yeah. I really do. Like, I don't think it's a one size fits all like, oh, well, here's how you handle grieving that relationship and letting it go. Everybody's different. And in time, it's going to get better and good on you guys for knowing that was the right choice to make for you all. Yeah. That's, that's all I can say. And now like, not to be like super harsh, but that chapter closed and now you can open this brand new one and start writing and if you if he's in this chapter if he's in chapter 45 down the road or if he's not in any then you know that's like you have a blank slate and how exciting is that you know totally so yeah all right you ready for last email yeah hello ladies i hope you're having a uh, wow i can't read hope that you're both doing well and are having a wonderful start to fall I'm always excited to hear each new episode. Thank you. 
I've learned so much from you too on how I and my mindset can be better and healthier. And it's truly made me a he- happier person since I've started listening to Middle Ground. Aww. I don't know if I should be reading. My gosh, I the <laughs> words aren't crying. coming out. Um, okay. That was so nice. Sorry. I don't even think I took in what it said because I was so focused Focus on, on reading. <laughs> reading it out loud. Recently, I realized that most of the... <laughs> quit. I quit. Okay. Normally, I'm really good at this. But I'm really bad, yeah. You're doing great today. Recently, I realized that most of my plans that I've made with my friends and family have fallen through on their end. They either cancel on me or ask to reschedule for another date, often last minute or the day of. I understand that things happen in life and people are juggling their health, activities, communities, other commitments the best they can. However, I realized another person flaked on me last minute this week and it hurt my feelings a lot. I feel like I'm unwanted, that my loved ones don't want to spend time with me, and that my people aren't valuing my time, friendship, or the plans we make together. For some background information on me, this is very helpful. Mm-hmm. Quality time is my top love language. I'm an Enneagram 4, and I'm a planner who will move other stuff around to honor the arrangements I make with people. I realize that not everyone is like this, and I would be fine if people canceling on me happened every now and again, but this has not been an infrequent event. I'd appreciate hearing your perspectives on this. Hmm. So, thank hot you take. for the background. Yeah, that's really helpful. Yeah. Uh, okay, one first thing I want you to do is look at who you made plans with, and are you getting canceled on by different people, and it's just happening a lot, and it's like by chance, or are the same people canceling on you yeah. over and over? Because that I have advice for both, but they're different. Yeah, they are very different. Agreed. Yes. If somebody is canceling on you last minute again and again, I would sit down and have a conversation with them. If you're making plans with lots of different friends and everybody has just done it once and it feels like a lot to you because it's been all of your plans that have been made, we need to do some self-reflecting. Yeah. Because that is a you problem. What do you think? I think so too. Simplified. Yeah, and that's harsh, but... I agree with that, and my love language is also quality time. Same. But I understand that everyone has a life. And you wrote that you understand that. Right. But I think there's a difference between being aware of it Mm -hmm. and living it. Yeah. And I think, I mean, the we probably have a lot of differences, but one of the differences is I'm not a planner, like, I like when other people plan and I show up. So I think that's hard when you're a planner and like you spent like in your from your perspective, you spent all this time like planning this thing, like doing all this stuff. And then like last minute, they're like, oh, I can't come. Like, yeah, that's annoying when you spend all this time. So I don't know if I would recommend like spending less time. I don't know, because that's like part of your behavior. You know, I don't want to be like change yourself. So I don't know. I think it's just like yeah evaluate those two things like is it everyone's canceling on you and it just feels like a lot but different people or the other way um and then evaluate from there if the same people are canceling on you again and again i think that that very much warrants a conversation of like hey you're not being respectful of my time and this is my expectation like if you put it on the calendar i need you to be there yeah and if they don't follow through with that it's time to probably kind of take some space from that person for a while yeah and that's okay right and I think one thing I do is like 
in my head, I compartmentalize everyone in my life. So, like, Joe is pretty timely for the most part. She shows up. If I say I'm going to be there, I'm going to be there. Yeah, and I know that about Joe. So, Joe's in a box of, like, she will communicate with me if she's not going to make it. She will if she is. She will tell me she's 10 minutes late like she did today. Like, that's Joe. But I do have other friends that are, quote, unquote, flaky, and that's just how they are. But I know that. So, like, that's not my expectation for them. Of course, it is for myself. Right. Because that's a self thing. I try to show up on time. I Because I am the only person I can control. I can't control the, quote, unquote, flaky friends or even Joe. That's, like, timely. You know, so I think that's another part of it. I think that's a great point because I want to go back to your point where you were saying, like, as a planner, you're putting effort into these things. I think that it's great to compartmentalize people into those categories because, for instance, I am not going to spend a bunch of time putting together plans for Reagan. Yeah. Our friend Reagan, yes. who we talk about a lot on here. Yes. I love Reagan. I absolutely adore every moment I get to spend with her. Reagan sometimes just doesn't show up. Right. And it's not personal. <laughs> like, it has no, nothing not. to do with me. Yeah. But I'm not going to spend an entire um, afternoon putting together this thing for us because there's like a 50-50 shot. She's just not going to show up. Right. And that's okay. That does not make me upset with Reagan. That's who she is. And I had to learn over time that somebody I put less effort into the plans and more effort into the The getting it on the calendar. Yeah. And then the time that I do have with her, I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah. And, you know, great. Right. Because that's the difference to, like, because I'm also friends with Reagan, obviously. But Reagan is a good example of that. Love you, Reagan. I know you're listening. But, um, yeah, like, Reagan will text me and be like, hey, what are you doing this week? And I'm like, nothing. And I'm, like, very, um, not aggressive, but I'm like, Tuesday, 5 o'clock, I can do. And she will not text me back the whole week. Uh Uh-huh. But... Again, I don't take that personal because she couldn't do that, I'm guessing. and So she just moved on. Yes, and, and that's okay. I'm sure some of you listening are probably like, well, Reagan needs to do this. No, she doesn't. No, because Reagan doesn't owe me anything no. and vice versa. And we, at least I'll speak for myself, I get so much joy out of the time and privilege that is being around Reagan. Yes. And she has a lot on her plate. And what she needs from us as friends is people who understand that about her. Right. Because her capacity is at its max. Yeah. And so to have us who can, she knows she doesn't have to text us back. She knows if it doesn't work. We're not going to get upset. We're not going to have resentment. That's another thing. It's like, stop resenting the people. Right. Because it's not, it's a you problem. Well, and if it is about you, so here's the thing. Let's say Reagan is saying Like, she texted Caroline for some reason because she felt bad and was like, well, I haven't seen Caroline in a while. Even though I don't really want to spend time with her, I should put the FaceTime in of whatever, you know, saying, what are you doing this week? I I don't think Reagan's doing this. But let's say, like, because I think this is what a lot of people orchestrate in their heads, that this is happening. And then Caroline responds and is like, okay, well, 5 o'clock Thursday. And then Reagan's like, okay, well, I don't actually want to do that. But at least now she thinks that I – who – if you think that that's what that person's doing – stop interacting with that person yeah don't try to win that person over we don't like that person right (laughs) you know i yeah 
don't allow them time no to wait in. like only text them back and that's it like you should not think about anything else if yeah. you meet up you meet up if you don't you don't like move on with your life and i just got way off topic but i wanted to say that because okay so we put less planning into events that were or the most planning one or the other like when it comes to my friends like reagan yeah. i do no planning or the utmost yes. 100 percent. reagan can't not show up yes because it is a whole styled photo shoot with outfits and yes. a rented space and a like or we're and rain gets that <laughs> or we're traveling and we have a hotel and flight yes like uh-huh. like it's either that or it's let's try to meet tuesday morning you know yeah and, and Willer, in, it won't work yeah and both of your heads it's like that no in between <laughs> yes and i just know that for that category but then if you're wanting to like really plan it man i would love to go to the farmer's market and then stop and grab coffee at our segas find somebody that's more in that category of like me for caroline yes like i know she knows i'm gonna show up if i say yes etc right compartmentalize yeah that's really i think that was really good advice well yeah i think it's very helpful and then also like with the planning like i get you love planning but say like for instance i went to form out this weekend and it's a big music festival. You guys know the drill. And I was like, oh, like we should invite friends. So in my head, I invited the friends that are last minute friends that say yes to things. And one of them said yes out of three. And I'm like, perfect. Because that's also a good technique, I think, is like people are so different. So don't expect like if Joe were to say, hey, Caroline, can you put on the calendar February 2nd, 2023? I'm like, Oh my like that stresses me out. I'm like, why? I don't want to come up to that. So mm-hmm. like just understanding that people are so different along with what well, we we're saying. I guess we're just gonna make it a whole Snell conversation. <laughs> Reagan's sister Riley. Uh. Reagan's older sister, who's also one of my best friends, she's a perfect example of what you just said. She'll be in town and like a friend will cancel or a meeting will get canceled and she'll call me and be like, Hey, do you wanna go get lunch right now? Yes. And I would say it's worked out one of maybe the five times that she's called me but she continues to call and ask and i'm like thank you right because you never so, know so if one of your friends ditches last minute like you were supposed to get coffee and it doesn't work try and call a couple other yes. friends or family and just see if any and if nobody can that's okay yeah but like the think, chances are kind of high you know yeah, somebody like someone's just sitting at home yeah scrolling tiktok yeah i promise you and uh, like I said, it doesn't always work out, which is an opportunity to have a date with yourself. You go get the coffee. You go sit and do something for you. Yeah. Um, but also use it as an opportunity to reach out to some of those last minute friends. Because exactly. I am, once I get something on the calendar, I will show up. But I say no to a lot of stuff going on the calendar mm-hmm. because I've realized I overbook myself. Yeah. And so a lot of my friends have really leaned into that last minute strategy of, hey, do you want to go this do this tonight? And I'm like, wait, yeah, I can do that. Yeah. And, and that's really nice, too. Yeah, it's all a balance. Yeah, it's all balance and fun and spontaneous. Which I too. said earlier doesn't exist. Yeah. So, you know, live and learn. Anyhow, thank you guys for writing in. We really appreciate it. If you have any more advice, please write in for the next month. Because we only have... There isn't one next month. This is... No, no yeah, there is. Only October. one more. Yeah, yeah, there's one more this year. Yeah, so... We can make it a big one if you guys write all the things in. And I think we might do a bonus episode with Reagan, too. Yeah. So Surprise. if you guys have something you want us to do, like yay or nay, or this or that, or... Hot takes. Hot takes, or 
what did we do with her that was so fun last time? I think we did unpopular opinions, hot takes, oh, didn't okay. we? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It was fun. Oh, no, we did, like, Smaster Pass. Yeah, that's pass. what we did. That was fun. Yeah, that was and fun. And so just anything like that, I think, would be entertaining yeah so if there's one specific one that you want to see write it in our facebook group or send us a message on instagram rate us review us email us follow Put us october 6th in your calendar yeah come to the meet and greet it's gonna be in fayetteville october 6th thursday 3 p.m to 6 p.m mm-hmm. and it's gonna be so much fun yep and we love you guys you guys know where to follow us and have a great october bye it's october bye